The following podcast is part of the Joy Road Media family. Enjoy. Hi, this is Angie, co-founder of Joy Road Media, host of Great Lakes Confidential, and producer of this show, Great Lakes Celebrates, where my show, Great Lakes Confidential, focuses on highlighting the places and history of Michigan. Great Lakes Celebrates will spotlight the people that make our state truly great. This first episode was a test run to see if our format was right, so we hope you enjoy it. Minnesota may be the land of 10,000 lakes, but we have 11,000. And guess what? Five of them are great. It's Great Lakes Celebrates with your host, Elena Gonzalez. Every week, we celebrate noteworthy Michiganders. I'm Mike Bobbitt. Think of me as the salt in your better maid. And she's the bubbles in your burners. It's Elena Gonzalez. everyone thank you so much uh let's talk about what's going on what do you think mike that sounds great all right attention downhill skiers mount bohemia in lock labelle just opened up for the season are you would you consider yourself a downhill skier oh no i have a very uh, tragic story of my one time on a ski mountain (laughs) well uh this sounds like a place that you should not go because they've specifically labeled it as a no beginners resort uh, up in the Keweenaw peninsula mount bohemia is one of the nation's top downhill ski resorts but apparently this place has our state's tallest vertical drop at 900 feet and Michigan's longest run at two miles. So what is your tragic story? What comes before beginners? Because that's where <laughs> I would be. I worked in television a long, long, long time ago. Uh-huh. And I got a freelance gig shooting Special Olympics skiers practicing. And I was supposed to just get B-roll for it. And this was when I was in my punk rock stage. And I was wearing just a satin jacket from Specs Howard. Because, of course. And yeah. Chuck Taylors. And I went on the ski lift all the way to the top, told that they would stop the ski lift. They did not. <gasps> so I had to jump off with this hugely expensive camera. In Chucks. And Chucks. Uh-huh. And I'm shooting all the skiers and then i went behind a building to try to warm up and when i came back from around the building everyone was gone (gasps) so i just walked across the entire mountain looking for people (laughs) and no one was there and then it was getting darker and darker and then i just kind of walked down the entire mountain and everyone was in the lodge like ah we're getting scared we're gonna send out a search party (laughs) we weren't gonna do anything about it but we were scared yeah (laughs) glad you made it out alive if we weren't so warm in here with the hot cocoa we would (laughs) have definitely this is delicious we finished it all but uh ooh, that's an icicle hanging from your nose Do you still have all your toes? Did you make it out of there with with all toes? I did. Okay, good. Yes. (laughs) Good. Oh, that's... Are you a skier? I am not. I've never been. I've never been on a ski lift. I've never been to a ski lift. Um, I have no concept of... 900 feet as the tallest vertical drop like i don't know if that's if that's average ski uh ski level i i just the whole thing is is a different world like people talk about skiing and it sounds like they're aliens i don't (laughs) i don't i don't get it i don't understand but for those who are into it uh check it out and let me know let me know what you're what you're into 
Yeah, um, we definitely will not be heading to Mount Bohemia no, ourselves. No, we will not. So please, uh, listeners, do that for me. <laughs> Let me know uh, how it is. The, the next story is much more my speed. Michigan is finally uh, joining the race, and that is uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. That's awesome. Yes. I think it's Orion. I'm going to go with Orion's story. Could be Orion. So I apologize in advance uh, if you're listening, because of course you are. Uh, from Grand Rapids, we'll be joining season 14 of the reality show, competing against other queens from around the country for a prize of $100,000. She's been doing drag about three years and really excited. We, of course, have a great drag scene. Um, and I'm really, really excited. I know that there are a couple of, of I know a couple of queens from Grand Rapids that unfortunately are no longer in Grand Rapids. They've they've gone over to Chicago, but that is so great that that Rue is going to be talking all about Grand Rapids. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm in awe of drag queens. It is such an amazing art form. And that that is a great way to put it. Yes, they're so complex too. When I was in L.A., I was on a show with a a drag queen named Poppy Fields, mm-hmm. and the show host and I were talking about Dungeons and Dragons, and Poppy just popped in like, "Oh, not even going to include the drag queen in this? You think I don't know about D and D? I can tell you all about kobolds. Ask me a question." Uh-huh. And she was so sassy, but she knew her stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love drag queens so much. I. Absolutely. Like it is the the level of difficulty to pull that off and to do it well is is on a scale I, I, I don't have numbers for. Have you ever figured out what your drag name would be if you ever did drag? No, is there is there like a formulaic? Yeah, like the know, like your the first pet dog. and the yeah. uh, first street you lived on. Okay, then I would be Maddie Maggie Nottingham. I would be Rusty Barkley. But <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think the great drag names are always puns. Yes, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm stuck on Rusty Barclay. Like that just sounds so dirty. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know which side I land on because I I'm torn. But drag queens and um, skaters, like badass uh, battle roller skaters, like roller derby. Thank you, okay. roller derby. Oh yeah, roller derby. Yes, yeah. They roller have derby great... names have have great puns too. Oh yeah. And so it's like not only do you have to be extremely skilled at whatever you're doing, whether it's it's um, you know dancing, performing, roller derby, but then you've got to be clever enough to come up with a name. It's, right. It's impressive. Our mutual friend Lauren Uhalix. Roller Derby name is Wham Tramic, which is such a great name. So good. She's from Ham Tramic. So, so great. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there who is looking for a new job opportunity, Planters is looking for someone to drive the Nutmobile across the country. Hey, Rusty, you want to get behind the Nutmobile? <laughs> uh, it's a full time position from June to June, June 20. 22 to June 2023. It's a 26-foot-long peanut from yes. coast to coast. So it's like it's like the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, um, just a, a a big old nut. And uh, <laughs> I just can't stop saying nuts. <laughs> Have you seen the Oscar Mayer car? 
Yes. Yeah, it's at the Henry Ford Museum. It, it, and yeah, it's I, really cool. It is really cool, and there, I love. This is not to, um, to speak ill of of any bad drivers, but I always loved seeing the instances where things did not go exactly as planned. Like, <laughs> oh, there's the Oscar Mayer car, like pulled up on a snowbank because it skidded <laughs> off in in, in, in in a storm, and oh, there it is. Uh, you know getting stuck under a bridge because it misunderstood the uh the height clearance could you ever do that like be a a truck driver or a big car yeah being a road comic is essentially the exact same thing except for the thing you're hauling is your razor sharp wit (laughs) now you're just hauling your nuts there is a solo side of it that like i think i would go nuts after a while like you're just sitting in this big peanut all by yourself. Yeah, but listening to whatever you want to listen to. That's true. Oh. That's true. And you and I are both parents, no screaming children. That is fantastic. Yeah. That is great. I I spent some time in the event marketing world and I worked on the Wonka Mobile. And it was not Ooh. it was not as impressive as as the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. It was more UPS truck but we did have machines on the side that would spit out gobstoppers you could you could kind of turn the knob and nerds and gobstoppers how many children did you get to yell you lose you get nothing (laughs) good day sir good day sir um and and one of my favorite things was the design of the event itself so we had four trucks across the country four guys and when the the guys would stop and they would have to become Wonka at these events so they'd pull into Kroger they'd pull into Six Flags they'd have to become Wonka of course this is in the summer the ensemble was a spandex bodysuit made of polyester okay so Uh, far we're describing Rusty Barkley's outfit (laughs) Rusty Barkley with a 100% wool coat uh, from the floor length wool coat purple uh, and a a full latex unbreathable mask with a very heavy top hat um, in San Antonio in, in July. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely this perfect. is strangely describing the plot of Rusty Barkley in the Nutmobile. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rusty's origin story. Yes. <laughs> So definitely uh, check out all of those great things happening uh, from Michigan in the news. Uh, do you want to meet our first guest? Yeah. Do you think let's do that. Time? All right. When we come back, we will have Angie Onlin. Our first guest here uh, is the lovely and talented Angie Onlin. Hi, Angie. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So Angie is multi, multi-talented. She is uh, a, a podcast mogul um, and is uh, is taking the, the art world by storm uh, with Bone Jackies. Uh, thanks for taking some time out to come chat with us. Absolutely. This is exciting. I have known you for a little while. I've always been curious, and I don't know why I've never asked you this before, so I'm putting you on the spot. But where did the name of Bone Jackies come from? I share this with people all the time, and, and I don't know. It brings me so much joy because it's silly. and mm-hmm. it's Those are the best like, stories. Yeah, yeah, most stuff I do is pretty silly. Um, so I love 
all things vintage, mm-hmm. um, clothes, old movies. Um, I grew up around Hudson cars, so I've always gone to old car shows with my grandparents. Okay. So I've I've always had a love of of old things. Uh, and when I was trying to decide a name for my business, mm-hmm. I thought, what would be like a cool vintage slang? Like, could I find some vintage uh-huh. slang? And I found the term bone jack, which was a term used in like the 60s. Okay. To mean, it means to steal the style of a dead person. Oh. Which I was going to say, which I love dead people. That's super <laughs> weird. Um, so not like that exactly. Um, but I love, I love horror. I love uh-huh. true crime. I love that part of being dead, I guess. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, the coolest parts of right, being dead, right. of course. Yeah. And I kind of figure like everything that we do is stolen from the past, of right? Course. Like everything yes. is based on or inspired by. And being that I'm not a boy and um, I have an uncle named Jack, I thought I should change it to something more feminine. And then it became Bone Jackies. That's great. If you were to Bone Jack a specific dead person their style who would you who would you go with oh my god um I think I would probably have to go with somebody very classy and um like a like a Hepburn or a Marilyn Monroe you know very classic very beautiful very put together which I'm none of those things (laughs) you are all of those things (laughs) so I'd have to I would definitely have to take I would, yeah, yeah. Marilyn or 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 Audrey would would be it probably. Solid, solid choices. What is Bone Jackies? Like, how would you define your business? Mm, it's kind of just a collective of just whatever I can think of. Just me creating a lot of different things. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, hmm. I I do a lot of. Uh, like lighted shadow boxes okay which are for anybody that doesn't know what it is it's I do it with paper so it's layered paper that gives you like this three-dimensional effect in a shadow box Mm -hmm. and then I light them up Um, a lot of them are horror related um, but I also take a lot of custom work so we've done like I did a where the wild things are okay box for mike's son um and it's actually benji and the wild things so it kind of looks like a um like a album cover nice um i do i really like lights so i do lighted shadow boxes i do night lights i do Mm -hmm. anything with lights um we've done shirts I don't know, just anything that you can think of. If I if I'm able to do it, I'll try. I just like to create whatever I can, really. What was the first thing that you made that had you go, you know what, I could do this? I think it was the lighted shadow box. Yeah. Because when you see it, it's very difficult to describe to somebody that hasn't seen one. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you see it, it looks just like plain paper. It's all just white. And then you turn the lights on and it really comes to life and it's just like whoa I you know it's like you didn't you didn't know that that's what it was gonna look like and it's really really cool did it blow Benji's mind when he saw the wild things oh absolutely it still does there are instead of wild things we had four cats at the time and he loves looking at the cats that kind of 
it almost looks like they're like moving because of how they're attached to that level. It's really, really cool. Oh, that's so great. Now, I know my favorite piece of your shadow boxes is the Loch Ness Monster one, which is even though I own three of them, <laughs> I do not own that one. Do you have a personal favorite of yours? I really do like the Loch Ness Monster because it, when it's playing, when it's, when the lights are off, it, you can't tell really what it is. And then when you turn the lights on, you can see the the bottom of Nessie's body. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of shines through the the shadowy, you know, with the lights and stuff. So that's really cool. Um, I did a, I shouldn't say I, Marty, my boyfriend and, and partner, he helps me to design a lot of the boxes. And he drew up a Detroit skyline and when you're looking at it, you can see the road, you know, a sign on an overpass and then giant buildings, Detroit skyline behind it. And when you turn the lights on, it is, I have to say, it's absolutely stunning. <laughs> it is so, so, so cool. So probably, yeah, Loch Ness Monster or, or the Detroit skyline. Where would you, for those listening that are, that are hearing about all of these great things and they, they want to see them for themselves, where would you recommend that people go to see any of your pieces? So I have a website, which mm-hmm. is bonejackies.com. Okay. I have a Facebook, which is, you know, just search for Bone Jackies and Instagram, same thing, Bone Jackies. And then I do a lot of little local sales events throughout the summer. Okay. Um, last year I did one in Detroit called Frankenfest, which was at Fort Wayne, historical Fort Wayne mm, in mm-hmm. Detroit. And it was an incredible show. Hoping to do that one again this year. But typically, you know, any event that I'm going to do, it's, it's going to be on my website or on my Facebook page. So visit the website, visit the Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You can find me there. That's so, so great. I know that you were just talking about the the Detroit skyline and and I know that a lot of the projects that that you've working on in that instance as well as your your takeover of the podcast world are um, Michigan focused and and Michigan forward did you I'm I'm assuming yes but did you grow up here in Michigan I did yeah I I've only lived outside of Michigan for maybe like two years. Okay. Um, and I lived down in Louisiana for a short time. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I've been here my whole life. Okay. Um, what part? Northern Michigan mostly, and then the Flint and Lansing area. So I'm I'm newer to the Detroit area. I think I've been down here about three years now. Okay. So. And what got you to, to take your, to take your first step into the, into the podcasting realm? Oh, boredom. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like most things that have happened in the last couple of years, uh-huh. it was just, you know, like what else do I do with all of this free time I suddenly have because mm-hmm. of a pandemic? I like to talk to people. I like to interact, but I'm not, you know, my boyfriend's a comedian. All of you are comedians. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends that are actors or performers in one way or another, and I guess I just kind of felt like I can do something to entertain people, but I don't want them to look at me. Right. And somebody was like, why don't you do a podcast? And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing podcasts. (laughs) Nice. Well, we are 
I personally am very glad that you started. Um, everybody can catch you on your podcast, Great Lakes Confidential, or they can check you out, uh, Bone Jackies, at all of the places that you check out things. Give her a follow on Facebook and Instagram and uh, and go see her at a festival. Thanks so much, Angie. Thank you. It was you. great to meet you. Uh, coming up next, we will have our musical guest. Uh, stay tuned. Right. Uh, who do we have this week, Mike? Well, Elena, I am so happy that we are kicking off this show strong. The first musical guest that we have is a band called Icarus Fell. My friend Ryan McDonald is in the band. I've known him for like 15 years. He's one of those people that I met through a job and then found out that we had so much in common. He and I are both musical theater nerds. This band is so good. We're going to be playing their song, The Hollow, that has such a cool, groovy drive to it. Oh, I love a strong bass line. The lyrics are really good. You can find this on Spotify. They are currently recording their first full-length album at Temper Mill Studios in Ferndale, which is where so many of my friends that were in punk bands back in the 80s and 90s recorded. Temper Mill has such a great history. I'm really excited for this. I'm legit excited. I told Ryan that I was scared I was going to have to fake excitement for some of these artists, but that is definitely not the case. You can find them online on Facebook and Instagram at We Are Icarus Fell. And they have their website also, weareicarusfell.com. Also, I'm a Greek mythology nerd, so that's another point in the wind column for Icarus Fell. So thank you so much for listening to Great Lakes Celebrates. We're going to close out this episode with Icarus Fell and their song, The Hollow. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening. Where's the substance? Where's the soul? To carry me